I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of things are being automated and you might be afraid that your job might be automated and how then can you stay relevant and still have value in these fast-changing digital times? Or also there is this big crisis that everyone is talking about post-corona. So how can you stay relevant and be assured that you will still have a job and still have some worth in these disruptive times? That's what we'll talk about. And I will share with you the three things that will help you stay relevant in these times. I'm Muriel, CEO, mom and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. So in these digital times, a lot of jobs are being automated by either algorithms or robots or AI. And you might wonder, but how can I still make a difference and how will the world look like? But it's really ironic, but in a world where a lot of things will be automated, well, the human side will become more scarce. And when things are becoming more scarce, that's when the value increases. And so the organizations that really win on the automation side and become really human are the organizations that will capture the most value in this market. So the first thing is you have to become more human because that will be your competitive advantage versus everything that is going to be automated. That's also what's making the big success today. Because people in the market, they have a lot of choice. It's not anymore, where can I find something? It's what do I have to choose? And that's why the customer experience is so important. And what is an experience and how can you give an experience to somebody? It's by being human and by providing positive emotion to that person. That's why you need to become human again and to develop that side of you. You don't have to only be intelligent because that intelligence might be replaced by AI, by robots, by your computer, by algorithm, but you have to become human again. And so for that, listen to what you care about, your values, because living a life aligned with your values will make you authentic. And that's what people are looking for, but also organizations. By being human, you will also become a better person, but also a better leader that people will want to follow. That's also why you have to become more human. So listen to your emotions, be aware of that. Also listen to what is happening inside your body because the body of a leader of today's world is different than the body of the leader of yesterday's world. So if you pay attention to what is happening inside your body, you will make a difference as well in your mind, in your connection with other people. 
Then also listen to your intuition because today there is so much data. You get triggered or you get stimulated from everywhere. You get information from everywhere. You have an overload of data that you cannot simply process anymore with your neocortex. That's why you have to trust your intuition back again, because your intuition is like this processor that will compile all the data before your neocortex will be able to do that. So that's the first thing I want you to do is to become human again. Just a short interruption to let you know that enrollment for the course Leading Authentically in Digital Times from Solve Brussels School is now open. If you want to stay relevant, if you've lost your motivation and want more meaning in your life and career, or if you're really busy and are looking for impact and peace of mind, then this course is for you. I've helped hundreds of leaders transform and maybe that's exactly what you need as well. Just go to www.keyleader.com programs or to the show notes of this episode to find out more and to enroll. Now back to our episode. So the second thing I want you to have is to develop a growth mindset because a fixed mindset is what was useful in the past. In the past, it was important to know all the answers. It was important to avoid making mistakes. And unfortunately, this will go against your education because our educational system is still developing fixed mindsets because you have to know the answers, you cannot make mistakes. And so because of these two things, you will avoid making mistakes, avoid challenges, and it will be difficult to grow. So try to grow your mindset by first acknowledging that you don't know. And it's okay if you don't know, it's even the first step if you want to grow. Because if you don't know that you don't know, you will not be able to see what you need to learn. So accept that you don't know, and not just once or twice, but accept it constantly. Try to have this beginner's mindset constantly because that's when you will grow, learn new skills, try new things and accept that, okay, you don't know, but you will do something about it so that you know in the future. Then the other thing to have a growth mindset is to accept making mistakes because in fast times you will make a lot of mistakes because it's impossible to foresee everything in advance simply because things are changing so fast. So you have to make suppositions. You have to move despite imperfection and then pivot whenever it's necessary. But it means that you will make mistakes and then you will learn from these mistakes and you will take another step and you will move forward despite not knowing everything, despite not being perfect, make another mistake, accept that mistake, correct it, pivot. And that's how you will move forward in these fast times. But that's only possible if you agree making mistakes, if you're aware that it's okay to make mistakes and if you work also on your body and so that you can accept, your body can accept making mistakes instead of trying to avoid them at all costs. Also, 
What is important is not simply the results, because if you only focus on results, that's when you will have this fixed mindset, because only the results matter. So it's either you are a failure or you are a success. And it's not about that. It's about the process that becomes more important, making these steps, even if you don't know all the answers. So try to grow your mindset and to move from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. That's the second step. And the last one is you will have to become a lifelong learner. Because like I said, it's not about just learning one new skill and then you will stay relevant for the rest of your career. What is happening today is that the pace of change is accelerating and it's accelerating at a pace that we have never witnessed before as an organization or as individuals. And when the pace of change is accelerating, you need to adapt and adapting means learning new skills. And because this pace of change is accelerating, well, you have to constantly learn new skill. So that's why you have to become this lifelong learner. And when I say lifelong learner, you don't have to study a lot of things. You have to learn. And there is a big difference because, for instance, I hate studying. I hate studying things by heart and having tests and things like that. But I love learning. And how do I learn? I learn by listening to podcasts, by watching YouTube videos, by reading books, by taking courses online, offline, by going to conferences, by talking to people. And so if you want to stay relevant in the future, you have to become this lifelong learner because unfortunately, I have bad news for you. It will be impossible to foresee what you need to learn to stay relevant for the next coming 10 years because it will change and change and change. So find a way for yourself to have fun while learning new things. Learn collectively, for instance, because that will make it easier than to do it by yourself and make a habit of learning new skills. That way you will stay relevant. And also I want you to take ownership of your learning and not let it over to your organization. It's not your organization's responsibility anymore to give you courses that you should take to stay relevant. I think you should take ownership also because you know best what you should learn to be able to do your job as best as you can. So take ownership and just watch uh, episode 12 of uh, this podcast where I talked with Paul Van Ra from Nestle, who is the talent manager there. That's what they realized as well, is they have to help the people in their organization to take ownership of their own learning path. They cannot anymore control what everyone should be able to learn or should learn in the organization because they are often too far away to know what a person needs to do their job well, where they're at, and etc. So take responsibility of your own learning path and become a lifelong learner. So these are the three things you should do to stay relevant is one, become human again, really work on this personal development, work on your human skills, because that will make all the difference between you and a machine that is much cheaper than you, 
but will make also the difference in creativity, etc. Secondly, work on increasing your mindset and have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. And thirdly, become a lifelong learner and learn new skills every day or at least every week. But now, I guess a lot of you might think, but I have no time to learn. I'm so busy that I have no time to learn. And that's the biggest mistake that you can make because that's also the biggest mistake that traditional leaders make is that they are so busy working on all the stuff that they have on their plate that they have no time to transform themselves and to change themselves and to learn new skills. And if you don't transform, you will keep working hard and hard and hard up until a point where you're not necessary anymore or you have exhausted yourself while you should work on transforming yourself constantly and adapting constantly to the new market or the new situation you are facing. And also what people sometimes tell me is that there is no room for being human in their organization. And truly, I don't believe that. Because I work with a lot of organizations where people tell me that the focus is only on stuff, on profit, on revenue, on doing more, on processes, on tasks, and not at all on people. But then when I talk to them individually, they all want an organization that is more human. And that's why I believe that there is room for that. Because when you talk to people individually, they all want a more human organization. But collectively, we don't reach, we don't manage to get that organization. So if you start, then you will inspire other colleagues to become more human as well. And also by becoming more human, that's when your impact will increase. That's when you will get better results and you will also save time at work for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for your children. So become more human even if you believe that it's not okay in your organization. But then if you really have a very traditional organization and you feel like your management is very traditional and you would like to work differently, that will be the topic of my next episode. So how do you deal with a management that is still very traditional? What can you do about it? And should you simply leave that organization or can you do something about that? So subscribe to this channel if you want to receive the next episode automatically and also subscribe if you want to build a meaningful life and organization. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you rebel leader with a heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? 
If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry, because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. keyleader.com slash fast times. qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode. <music> 